Don't mind your business. Mind my podcast, Mind Elixir. Hello, and welcome to or welcome back to my podcast. Today, I have a lovely guest, Lena, from Teen Times Podcast, here to discuss managing stress from school, peer pressure, and expectations from parents. So, how's your day been? Hi, my day has been wonderful. What about you? It's it's gone well. I just got done with school and all that. So, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel as though teachers, they probably try to stay in touch with how their students feel and um, understand how their students are feeling. So what is something you wish teachers knew about students? I wish that teachers like knew that, you know, every... Um, I think that every single person, you know, um, obviously we're not just focused on school in our lives. And I think definitely teachers know that, but to a certain extent, um, I think teachers should maybe get, get, give us less homework than they do, because I think by giving us um, 30 minutes per each class um, can definitely drain our actual lives. Yeah, definitely. Because I feel as though students, many students, they may have things going on outside of school, like extracurriculars, and some students, they may even have to take care of the help take care of their younger siblings. Mm-hmm. And um, homework, especially when it's busy work, can just take up a lot of their extra time. Exactly. And I think that we are spending like 45 to an hour minutes, depending on what school you go to um, per day in their class. And I think that it's just... Um, not selfish at all but like it's almost like um we kind of you know we need to um have like our own lives and our own social relationships too yeah and as we've had to adjust to online school there things have been quite different so what aspects of this school year do you think have been the most um stressful or the most worrying and confusing and harder to adjust to I think that it's been really hard for both teachers and students because, you know, teachers, um, every every student has a different learning style. And basically all you can do over Zoom is, you know, talk and listen or, um, you know, like do cahoots, quizlets, stuff like that. And so there really isn't a lot of interactive, which I know has been really hard for me because I am definitely a like hands-on learner where I need to um, like do flashcards or something like to study and learn. So that's been really hard for me because um, just listening to a Zoom, I get really um, distracted. Um, So that's been super hard for me. Also, I um, have again felt the need not to pay attention and going back to school has been super hard not not just for me but I know a lot of my friends it's been super hard too because we don't exactly know um, a ton about what the teachers are talking about yeah a lot of times it's much much it feels much easier to just zone out during online class because it's not as interactive Mm -hmm, definitely and there's a lot of things I do to relax myself around school times especially you know whenever around test times Mm -hmm. especially since it can be more stressful around that time did you want to I was gonna say and also like I've just noticed like there's been a lot of changes like there's a lot of different things with being at 
um, online and in school. Like you can go to the bathroom whenever you want. You can drink like as much water as you want because I feel like I'm always like limited to drinking water in school because I don't want to like have to go to the bathroom every single class period. And like, um, you know, you can eat whenever you want and stuff. So it's just, I think it's harder going back to school because it's like, I don't know, it's it's just harder for, um, you know, your mental health and physical health to, um, you know, get back into your schedule. Oh, yeah, because there's a lot of there's a lot more freedom at home, but versus at school, it's much yeah. more rigid and rigid. And Definitely. I wanted to know, how have you dealt with stress from school? Um, so personally, I do have um um, anxiety and I do get anxiety on a regular day basis. So this has definitely been something that I've tried to figure out for the past couple years of my life, but I have figured out, um, I just keep telling myself that I'm going to share a couple things, but number one is I always tell myself that, um, you know, all you can do is your hardest. Like, again, your hardest doesn't mean like, um, like studying for five hours straight, you know, and stuff like that, that doesn't exactly mean your hardest, your hardest is more taking breaks and, um, you know, studying to what is um, comfortable for you and studying to what you think you can learn best doing. And so um, by me taking breaks, I think it's very important for everyone to take breaks. Um, During my breaks, I go outside, do a workout, um, read, um, listen to like uh, calming music and stuff like that. And that's kind of how I've been dealing with my anxiety. Also, I um, I tend to reach out to my teachers when I don't understand something because I know that can um, have like a lot of anxiety when you are confused or you don't know something. That's personally when I get the most anxiety. So um, for me, reaching out to my teachers through email has been really helpful for me. Yeah, I definitely do think it's important to take breaks and just be gentle on ourselves because sometimes we do push ourselves too hard and that can be very stressful. But in addition, I also think sleep, like just getting rest and sleep, that's important. Definitely. Because sometimes um, staying up all night doing homework, that isn't the best thing to do. And then also, in addition, prioritization of homework plays a huge role in that because whenever, whenever I have to stay up, stay up late at night doing my homework or I have to try to get it done before class that's not that great and it just puts more stress on me yeah definitely I agree with that also I think that like if you're gonna do anything like if you don't just a tip for future in life like if you don't know anything going into the test um sleep should be number one priority um get at least six to eight hours of sleep at least um like eight to 10 hours would be great. But um, yeah, also that can include, you know, as you said, prioritizing, um, because I think that waiting to the last minute, you know, to do things can be really, um, can cause you a lot of stress. And as it causes me a lot of stress too. Yeah, procrastination is not that great. It, it just has like all the work just starts to pile up whenever we mm-hmm. procrastinate. And then that everything comes crashing down. Yeah, definitely. I also wanted to discuss peer pressure. And I feel as though peer pressure, usually it's described as, oh, well, if you don't do this, then you're a loser. But at the same time, I also feel as though 
it's a bit of an inclusion exclusion sort of thing. Maybe mm-hmm. if you see your friends doing something and then you kind of feel excluded, so you want to do it. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to know, have you ever felt pressure to do something that wasn't that great? Yeah, I definitely have. And I think that it can be as little as, you know, like eating something you don't want to eat or like eating th- something that you know is gross. Like that, it can be as little as that. Um, personally, I did not get social media until um, probably a year ago. And I, I love the time that I got social media and I'm not complaining about that at all. But when I would go to friend's house or friends would come over to my house, everyone would be on their social media all the time. And at some point it makes you feel excluded, you know, and not that that was peer pressure really to get social media, but it definitely, um, as you said, uh, made me feel excluded. And if social media was a bad thing, I probably would have still ended up got getting it because um, I felt excluded whenever I went to a friend's house or a friend came over to my house. But I think that peer pressure is definitely a big thing that happens on a regular basis and we don't even notice it's happening. Um, and I think just little things um, just in school and it doesn't always have to be with like drugs or vaping or, you know, anything had to have to do with relationships or anything. It doesn't have to be anything like that. It can be something very, very small. Um, yeah, I also think that raising your hand in class, like if you see no one else is raising their hand or everyone's raising their hand, like that can be considered peer pressure. Yeah, I never really thought about it. Just the subtle little things that even we may, we may not even realize that it's peer pressure, but we do feel socially pressured to do it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So what do you think would be the difference or the line between peer pressure and just straight up harassment? I think peer pressure is when you convince yourself that somebody is... Um, doing something or somebody asks you um let's say somebody i'm just going to use vaping i know that that is definitely one of the biggest peer pressure um let's say somebody says like hey lena you want to like do you want to um vape or something and i'd be like no like i'm okay and be like come on stuff like that if they ask i would say if they ask more than three times and you have give them a straight up no um i think that it can be um, very hard because if you say maybe you're kind of sitting right on that line between yes and no and that gives the um, other person a chance to be like okay well she's not a definite no so I can sway her to be yes um, so I think that harassment though would definitely be um, you know after you have given them a definite no multiple times five plus times not even five plus three plus times and it is very clear to them that it is a no and um, they keep asking or they have other people try asking you or something like that um, I think that can definitely be considered harassment yeah if someone is persistently bothering you after you've made it clear that you don't want to do something or you don't want to try something out then that would definitely qualify as harassment and how do you think people can prevent themselves from giving in to negative peer pressure I think the biggest part here and this has to do with everything in your everyday life is knowing who you are and knowing where you stand in your life because if you really have not touched on the 
on the topic of um, vaping um, or know where you stand with vaping or you're kind of just like, oh, maybe I'll do it once. Maybe, I don't know, stuff like that. And uh, no memes am I encouraging vaping here. Um, but I think it's very um, important that you know where you stand in certain topics because let's say, you know, you go to a party and somebody's like, oh, like you want to drink or something. And um, you don't know where you stand. It's like, oh, like I wasn't really planning on drinking, but like, I guess I could. So I think it's, that's the most important part of it. Yeah, I think it knowledge, that's like um, a very important part of understanding peer pressure. Because especially at my school, we had this whole anti-drugs week sort of thing. And although I personally haven't been pressured to do anything like um, drugs or jeweling, I know that's been super popular among teens. Mm -hmm. I still think it's important to be around people that will be good influences on you. Or even just setting your boundaries and knowing where you stand on certain topics and issues. So we don't feel pressured to do anything that we wouldn't want to or feel comfortable with. And I definitely think it can be harder to say no to friends, which is Mm -hmm. why it's like good to be around better people. Yeah, as you just said with the friends part, because I think like your friends are the people you trust. Um, Personally, my friends are the people that I trust and like that I would like never think that like they would ever encourage me to do anything bad, you know, Um, and especially if you only know like a person for a short time. But still, like, if one of my friends were to come up to me and be like, hey, like, you want to vape or, like, you want to do drugs or something, I would personally be like, oh, well, like, if she's doing it, she never does anything bad, like, stuff like that. Um, I think that that's definitely more encouraging than a random stranger coming up to you and being like, hey, you want to do drugs? Yeah, because we always, like, I just think it's, we usually think it's much more, much less likely for our friends to want to do something harmful towards us or to do something harmful to themselves. So if they're suggesting that we do something like vaping or something like that, we'd be like, we'd probably be more trustful of them, which is why it can be more hard to say no to friends. Definitely. And now that we've talked about negative peer pressure, I also wanted to know, do you think there's such a thing as positive peer pressure? And what do you think that would look like? Of course, I definitely think there is. Um, I think that positive peer pressure can include, um, you know, doing something that, like, let's say one of your friends has a goal of um, uh, drinking a nutrition drink every day. And they're like, come on, like, I think you'll like have like a great time with me. Like, we'll make this a goal together and stuff like that. If it is a positive thing that they're doing, um, I think that that can definitely be positive. But to an extent, if you've again said no multiple times like I really don't want to do that that could be considered peer pressure but that also can be considered positive peer pressure because um your friend is encouraging you to um you know do something healthy make yourself stronger so I think there can definitely it definitely depends on the situation but I think there can be both sides to the situation yeah I totally agree with that if they're maybe helping you work towards a goal and they're encouraging you or pushing you towards that goal then that would probably count as a positive form of peer pressure. Yeah, definitely. And since we're in high school or you're about to go into high school, right? Yep. I feel as though expectations in school, they're a lot higher. And it's not necessarily bad to have high expectations, but you think your parents' expectations have influenced your school experience, like whether that's regarding what classes you take 
or what you do and that sort of thing? Um, yes, I do. Personally, my parents, um, I wouldn't say they don't care what grades I get, but they definitely care what grades I get, but they, um, uh, I'm very lucky. They're not, um, like very super, like pressuring me to get A's all the time, but I definitely feel that they have, um, definitely encouraged me a ton to do a couple clubs and, um, some of the clubs I really have not been interested in, um, because, some of them are like robotics club and I think robotics club is amazing. I, that's just personally not my um, path, but I definitely think a ton of clubs um, I have been um, forced into signing up for that. I definitely have not liked. And I understand they're just trying to do the best for me and get me exposed to multiple things. But at the same time, you know, um, there's always an expectation of like, um, you know, like you need to do like getting clubs that are good for you and things that are going to improve you and, um, you know, do the extra credit part, don't slack, stuff like that. And I think that's kind of what every parent encourages their kids to do. Um, and yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, I think many parents, they do things that um, they believe are best for their child, but sometimes it's maybe not what their child or what we actually want. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it could be benefiting us. Like it's kind of a double, double edge sort of thing. Exactly. Exactly. I think there's like, it's again, to an extent, there's a, um, like two sides. Yeah. And of course, you're actually a teen podcaster yourself, which I actually quite enjoy listening to your podcast too. So can oh, you tell the you. audience a little bit about your podcast? Yeah, definitely. So my podcast, I like to talk about things that teens um, handle on an everyday basis, because I know that teens lives can be so hard, you know, because you are um, expected to act like an adult when you're treated like a child. I know that's a common quote, but I definitely think it's true. And I think that teens are handling all this like adult, um, all these adult, you know, social drama and um, peer pressure and relationships and everything, while also they're being taught um, in school and they have still all these assignments to do and they're trying to make it into high school colleges. And, you know, it can be really hard because um, you are expected a lot of times to be someone that you're not. And that can be really hard because all we want to be in life is happy and you know fulfilled with ourselves and I think that it can be really hard being a teenager because you know someone wants you to do this and the other person wants you to do this but you want to do this totally other thing and I think that it is right for you to follow your heart and do what you want to do and I think that but also you need to um, you know, listen to others' opinions and take um, opportunities and make your life amazing. And I, I talk about a lot of topics. I talk about teen drama, um, how you can get over certain things, things that are going on in our world. I have amazing guests on the podcast. Um, and yeah, I love if you guys would check it out. Yeah, definitely what you said about teens having to be exposed. We have to be exposed to so many more issues and opinions and thoughts, especially with the internet and social media, we're influenced at, I feel as though we're influenced by a lot of things at a much earlier age than the generations before us. So it's important to talk about that and those issues that we face. Definitely. And there's so many teens our age who are doing amazing things, including you. And um, 
it's just, I think that we all have so much potential and every, every teen, um, has the ability to be amazing and every teen is amazing. And I hope that y'all know that. So yeah. Yes. I love that. And what makes you feel empowered as a teen podcaster as, or whichever part of your identity you choose? Um, I think that I really love like educating people and, you know, talking on topics that I think are very important to me. So I definitely am a full um, feminist and I um, definitely want to stand up for women and um, girls in everyday life. And I think that um, that definitely empowers me because I I see a lot of people who uh, don't believe that women have the same rights or same chance to be who they want to be in life. And I think that really upsets me. So I definitely want to make a change in the world. Also, a ton of other things upset me, but that is definitely my main one. Yes, I think feminism is so important, but it seems that just so many people have such a warped view of it and they don't really understand what it's truly about. But if only more people, they could just learn what it was truly about, then they'd probably want to be feminists too. Yeah, I definitely agree. And is there anything else you'd like to talk about or just add? Um, I think I would just like to add that like in every single day, you are going, somebody is going to want you to be someone you're not. And I think that that is just a challenge for you. You're getting that challenge because, you know, um, for yourself to see if you can overcome that. And I think that um, just stay true to yourself. And the main point that is you really need to find yourself and find who you are and that will come along the way. And so don't get too stressed out about that. But, um, you know, think about your actions before you take them. And I just want to let you know that y'all are beautiful in my eyes. And um, I hope you guys all remember that. I love that message. Thank you. Well, welcome. Well, Lena, thank you so much for coming on to my podcast. And also, can you tell the audience where to find you? Yeah, definitely. Um, you're so welcome. Thank you so much for inviting me. Um, I, You can find me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You can hang out with me on my Instagram, which is teen underscore times underscore podcast. Um, and you can find me on anywhere that you listen to podcasts. I'm probably on there. Um, but yeah, I really hope that you guys will check me out. Yep. Make sure to go follow her and check out her podcast, of course. And follow me on Instagram at mind.elixir. Make Definitely sure to subscribe do. and do all the stuff, leave reviews, all of that. And tune in next Wednesday for a new episode. Bye.